Dort men's volleyball season is set to get underway this weekend as the defenders will travel north to Jamestown and uh, what has become an annual occurrence. Uh, it is annual, right? I mean, this is a classic that happens almost every year. Yes. Uh, if I remember right, two years ago was the first time Jamestown hosted this classic, and uh, they've done a really nice job with it, uh, bringing in several teams from uh, well beyond our region, including California and uh, some eastern uh, Eastern time zone teams. So it's nice for us to, uh, even though it's a travel, it's nice for us to be able to still face uh, different opponents so we don't have the multi-time zone travel uh, to get out to those other places. What is the importance of playing those teams? So much of it, Mike, depends upon the rankings. Uh, it helps the national Raiders uh, create a picture of the Midwest teams versus West Coast teams and West Coast versus East Coast. And because there's uh, 60-something NAIA men's volleyball teams across the country, the travel is a bigger deal, bigger budget uh, commitment. And uh, oftentimes, because of that budget focus, our team, our program, other programs like to stay regional. So when there's the preseason tournament crossovers of leaving your region, for instance, last year, uh, last season, 2023, we traveled out to California over our Dort spring break. And in that, in that week, we've, we played four teams covering two different conferences. That helps the national Raiders establish where is Dort from the GPAC as far as their talent and ability to these California schools. And we went three and one on that week, et cetera. Uh, that that um, helps other raters and uh, the national conference um, or the, the conference raters uh, just get a look of well, is is a GPAC conference a national conference that uh, we need to keep these teams in the top 15 ranking. Um, and so, for instance, uh, just this past week, Jamestown opened up the season beating Ottawa of Arizona mm -hmm. in four sets. That's a really big deal. Ottawa, Arizona ranked in the top 10. Jamestown ranked uh, in the top 15. In the next ratings that will come out in the weeks ahead, that's a game, a match that people will look at and say, let's, let's vote Jamestown higher in in the national poll and if that's the case then where's where are the next teams within our mm. conference you had a breakthrough year last year it felt like 16 and 4 overall you went 8 and 2 in the conference uh, you ended up uh, yeah an odd ending to the year where you thought it looked like you were going to be at home yeah. for the for the conference tournament you end up losing to ottawa on the road that last weekend yeah. then you end up going back up to jamestown and not the ending that you wanted, but when you look back at the whole scope of things, was last year, I don't know, a breakthrough or a stepping stone? Was yeah. how, do, how do you assess last year and then prepping for this year? Yeah, last year was phenomenal. Uh, for all the previous uh, seven years of Dort men's varsity volleyball, we have been desiring to crack a, uh, a, a winning record. And uh, in the year of COVID, where our season was cut short, we were on track to do that, we believed. And having a couple matches left in the regular season, we came up short because COVID shut things down. So last year, to even be starting out as strong as we did and having the success that we did, finishing with that record, beating a nationally ranked Jamestown, getting into the top uh, 15 poll, uh, th those were accomplishments that really were remarkable and huge steps forward. 
Uh, our assistant coach, Dylan Dahl, last year, a grad assistant, became the National Assistant Coach of the Year as a result of that season of success, plus his work with the women's program. So the spotlight grew bigger on Dort University men's volleyball because of last season. And the interesting part is this year, we we are really unsure. We're untested. Mm-hmm. We're young. Uh, and so... I can't say that, hey, we've arrived and now we're consistently at this top spot uh, competing. I hope we are. We want to be. And we have some great new guys in our program that uh, are competitive and high level and have have played against high level teams and programs and athletes over their younger careers. Um, But this season is remarkably different in its outset, how we're starting, than how we started last season with with what I'll say was a very veteran group. New athletes, uh, we'll we'll let that flesh out as the season goes along. And I always feel that it's unfair to ask coaches at the beginning of the year, who's going to be impactful because you just don't know. The returners, I think of a Rob Piekage, I think of a Lucas Van Groningen, uh, I think of a Brady Fergan possibly. Those are the returners, but based on what I've seen in terms of some practice stats that we did from the match against the club team from South Dakota State, some of those players might have a little different looking role than they had last year. Yeah, that's true. And that's that's where we are in January 2024. Uh, late February into March, it could be even different than than what you just said. Um, Lucas Van Groningen, great starting setter for us. He's in that starting role as we begin our 2024 season. Rob Piekaz, uh ha- was a libero. Right now he's filling in for us as an outside hitter. Mm-hmm. Brady Fergan as a defensive specialist is filling in in the libero role. Uh, so those athletes, those guys are great. They're on board. They're adaptable. They've really done uh, the work to help themselves be successful right now in the start of our season. And we have some other uh, spots and positions and depth to fill out and answer as we move into the the weeks ahead of our preseason. Um, so it is. There's there's uh, there's much left to be um, discovered. And uh, the the athletes who are in our gym every day working on it are helping us in that discovery, and I'm grateful for that. You have three matches this weekend at Jamestown. The first one is with Merced, another one with Calumet, and then third with Campbellsville. Where do you – I don't want to – bluntly ask how good are they but are there any comparisons that you can draw in terms of these are the this this team is kind of in the Jamestown realm this team is maybe in that Ottawa Dort realm right. I mean what where do you see this weekend yeah this weekend actually will be a very good test for us and to be fair as I answer this question here on the early part of the week um, there's still a lot that I'm discovering I just got filmed through the weekend so that's being broken down and and mm-hmm. uh, as we go these teams each entered the season with receiving votes okay. or national votes kind of picture from the, the organizing body of, of voters. So uh, for us coming in as one of those teams that's trying to establish some national prominence, it's, it's a very beneficial tournament to begin with. And as I said earlier, it's tricky because we're still figuring out <laughs> what our roster right. looks like. Um, 
for each of these opponents, though, uh, I, the couple of clips that I saw, they're running a faster tempo offense. Okay. Um, we, we, we've got our work cut out for us to really feel comfortable as we would enter each of those matches. We played Merced last year twice, once at this Jamestown Classic, and then we went to their gym during our spring break uh, uh, trip as well. Um, and they're they're a very strong opponent. Uh, they've got some great returners back and good athletic uh, guys and well coached. So we we've got our work cut out for us ahead. The week is the the season goes a week longer, two weeks two longer weeks than longer. we anticipated yeah. than what than previous. previously had been scheduled, which yeah. pushes your conference tournament back into what mid April. Mid April. Uh, so last year our conference championship date was April one, Saturday, April one. That was okay. in two thousand twenty three. Two thousand twenty four. The championship date is April twenty. Now the way the weekends fall, it's only two weekends later, but it is a. A, an extended season, and that's how the NAIA drafted it up this year. They wanted our national championship, the beginning days of May, to align closer with the NCAA men's okay. championship. So we kept the January start date the same, but just extended it longer so that it's a, a less compressed schedule. And it gives you a little bit more volleyball after spring, after our spring break. Correct. I know spring breaks are all over the place, all over the country, but yeah. in terms of for us, yeah. it, it pushes things beyond spring break a little bit more. Which makes it feel more like a spring sport. In all honesty, our sport, men's volleyball, historically has been really very much in the shadows of men's and women's basketball. Sure. Men's and women's basketball mid-March, well, that typically was just a week or two before our conference tournament was starting mm -hmm. up. So from a, a separation of men's volleyball being a spring sport, I really like this schedule. It allows for more predictable travel through the spring, too, yeah. as we get into later March and April with the weather and through the Midwest, at least. And... Uh, and we have several more preseason opportunities to be in these kinds of tournaments. And we have several events we're hosting in February, which is really, really nice, too. Coach Hanson, let's see how we do against, uh, well, up in Jamestown this weekend. And uh, as the season progresses, as you said, home opener in, uh, in terms of the regular season next weekend. Yep. And uh, we will uh, keep tabs on things, and then it's conference season. So uh, we're just getting started. So thanks for, uh, thanks for taking a few minutes today. Thank you, Mike.